Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Put your hands together. Amen, 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 amen. Wow. Let's pray. Some people, there's some echo that shouldn't be there. Father, we are so grateful for another Saturday night. Another night in your presence. Another night when we can hear you speaking to us. Tonight, speak to us. Tonight, meet us at our point of need. And may we leave this place encouraged because we came. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. How many of you have enjoyed the service up until this point? Yeah, I have too. I have too. Tell you, but there's just something special about the Saturday night. We cannot help it. We can't help it. It's just like that. Tell anybody, it's just like that. It's just like that. Oh? Oh, is it true or is it not true? It's just something, something, yeah. Just something, hallelujah. Amen and amen. And if you are joining us online, we want to say you're so welcome. And this is the faith secret service, amen. And our faith is growing a step at a time, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, is it true or it's not true? Yeah, I think it's true. Amen and amen, hallelujah. Well, I'm going to be preaching in a few minutes, but, 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 well, tell anybody, it's just, it's our church. Yeah. Tonight, I feel impressed to pray for one thing. And I want us to do that before we see which way God will take us. Is that okay? Or you came with your formula, how to do church. Okay. Tonight, I want to pray for you that you have a retentive memory. A retentive memory. Is it a prayer in order? Yeah. I was sitting in my house preparing, and I just got an instruction. When you come today, pray for a retentive memory. Somebody needs that prayer. Do you understand? Some of you don't understand the brothel. Retentive, it means what you read, you keep it. Uh huh. You retain it, it will stay. Are you there? Because some of you, when you are reading, you understand it. It makes sense. But by the time you have to produce it, then you can only bring 60% out. Are you seeing it? But this mitzvah, starting from this mitzvah into the exams, whatever you read, you remember it. I said, whatever you read, you remember it. You just want to close your eyes for a moment. Lord, you made us. You created us. You created us. I pray, Lord, that you touch our mind. It's okay. It's okay. Brother, they need to hear the prayer. Yeah. You created us, Lord. 
touch our minds at this time. Give us retentive memories. Lord, I pray for that one who does not remember what they read or who only remembers a portion. And I ask tonight that they will remember everything that is read in the name of Jesus. I'm speaking to someone now, Lord. Let them remember right from the time it was taught, right from the classroom. They are remembering what, when it was taught. Receive it now, a retentive memory. The power to retain what you read. The power to understand and keep it. And the power to reproduce it again. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every forgetfulness is lifting right now. And you will remember what you need to remember. Father, we give you praise and we give you thanks. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Somebody, you didn't pass a paper because you didn't remember. If you don't mind, come me. I will obey the instruction and pour the oil. But if you are shy to be there, uh, it's not, uh, is it by force? Uh, you didn't pass a paper because you didn't remember. If you don't mind, come. If you don't mind. Uh, what pressure crying is this? Hey, it's not pressure. Ask your neighbor, are you your own doctor? If it's you, just come. Just come. God is sorting you out. You didn't remember. Have you seen that you were all hiding? You thought you were alone. Are you seeing it? The devil is a liar. But you will not forget again. If only you'll be diligent and read. Keep going. Yeah, just go this way. Just, yeah. Yeah, just go down. Yeah. Father, tonight as I pour the oil, I pray for a spirit of remembrance upon your children. Lord, something didn't work because they forgot. Let it not be their story this time. In the mighty name of Jesus. As the oil touches them, Lord, let a restorative miracle be happening. Let a creative miracle happen now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for each and every one of them. Lord, give them stamina, oh God. You will not be tired. You will not be tired. You will not be forgetful anymore. You are going to remember it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Add no more to the line. It's okay. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. 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 In Jesus' name. Receive it now. In Jesus' name. You are not going to be filling any paper or getting low marks. In the name of Jesus. You will remember. You will remember. You will remember. You will remember. Father, I pray for them. Oh God, tonight, touch them. Touch them. Touch them. Touch them. I hear in my ear confidence. Somebody just your confidence. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Father, touch them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Full, 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 full memory. Oh yes. You will remember. You will remember. In the name of Jesus. You will remember. I hear in my ear stamina so that you can read it all. Receive it now. 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 Father, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, that I've obeyed what you said. And I know that because I've obeyed it, you will do it. Your children have come forth in faith, oh God. As they go back to study, Lord, not only those in front, but everyone here with an exam. As they go back, Lord, they go back in strength. 
they go back able to retain. That one who's been reading cannot concentrate. Right now, it is being corrected. Right now. Right now. Right now. I pray for speed as you write. In the name of Jesus. Speed as you write. Oh yes. Speed. 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 You finish every question. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that it is done. I give you praise. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Go back to your seat. Hallelujah. Do you know that it is nice to come to the Lord for... I'm sure you were not expecting that. I was also not expecting it. Yes. I was also trying to inform him that he's at the end of the service. He's asking me whether the service is, is for me. You don't need to come up. He's asking me whether the service is for me or for him. Hey! Hallelujah. Somebody, I think you are feeling a little relieved, a little better. Yeah. God knows what is going on. God knows. I prophesy to you the Pasco that you are going to be working this weekend. The Pasco, the Pasco, it is featuring in the mid-sense. It is featuring. Take your mid, take it very seriously. Take it very seriously. Amen. I like God, Keke. I like him. I just like him. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you have not sent us your results because you are feeling shy. I do not know how you can feel shy of your results. I don't understand. I don't understand. Are you there? Somebody sent me results. He had one F inside. He told me that have I seen that how he said it didn't work. I told him that the way you didn't believe, I accepted all F. So please, now it's true. It's fatal. And the guy was not believing at all that it will work. So God has had mercy on you. All worked except one. Me the way you were not believing, not because any F. Hallelujah. But it's going to get better. Amen. I said it's going to what? It's going to get better. And do not be ashamed of an honest effort. Ah. So after this, I want you to send your results to your pastor. Yeah. Not out of curiosity. Not out of it. Somebody had told him. He sent it. said he got an F. He doesn't understand. I said the fact that you don't understand means something. Go and see the lecture. And he went. Oh, blessings. Okay, okay. Now, do you get me? So you don't know what advice you will get. Uh-huh. There's some of you who think it's bad. I don't even understand you. I don't understand. And me, I thought that I'll get first class. Sana in your first class. Wow, we should cry. Is that how we get first class? Please, don't do that. <laughs> Your person is dying. That what? Please, don't start. Don't begin. Oh. Don't start at all. At all. There are some people, class one, they were getting A. But by the end of SS3, it was not like that. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that sometimes it gets better also later. 
Yeah. It gets better later. Eh, auntie, come on, Yerewuhu, and get back to the books. The Bible says that Jesus was the power and the wisdom of God. And he shows us there are two components. Much as we are praying, there's also wisdom. And wisdom demands that you go and sit down and learn. Are you there? Hallelujah. Is it making sense to you? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So are you going to do your best? Sion, are you going to be reading? You're going to do your best. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful, powerful prophecies were spoken over you. You better catch them fast and use them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, are you there? Yeah. The way some of you are looking at me, I'm just wondering what you are thinking. You know, some people are looking at me, it's like, does she really know what she's talking about? I think you should give them some counsel. Why? I went to school for about 32 years of my life, so I know what I'm talking about. Don't start. You ask, you have come to university, you have come to spend four years. I spent four plus two, that's six, plus five, that's 11. Yeah, you are saying, hey, uh uh-huh. What can I say? <laughs> that what? <laughs> With strikes. Oh, suckers, you go and sit at home. For nine months, we're sitting at home. We don't know whether we'll ever finish school. Are you there? Mm. Ah. So you'll finish. Hallelujah. Every type of exam, we have done some. Mm. Okay. We are continuing tonight. Tonight, I have a very short message for you. Because, <laughs> do you believe them? Okay, let's go to Luke chapter 10, where we were last week. I've been enjoying this message, but I'm just preaching a certain part of it, and then we continue. Last week, we read the whole story of the Good Samaritan. You didn't read your Bible today, I understand, by the Spirit. So, <laughs> they say, some people said they brought their hard Bible, so we're going to make our confession. All right. Pastor David, you didn't have a hard Bible. Lift up your Bible and let's make a confession. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. The Lord is doing things here. I think we're going to see great miracles. Great miracles. Great miracles. Amen. Now, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Exactly why are you paused? That's why I always have my scripture in front of me, Niger. <laughs> and likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked down, looked on him, and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Hallelujah. Now let's pause here for a moment. Today I just have a couple of points I want to draw out of this story. Remember last week we talked about how 
some people have fallen among thieves. Do you remember? And how many have had their lives railroaded as you came on campus having hope in your heart and some have fallen among thieves. And I pray that you have found your way out of there. Hallelujah. Now, the second point I want to raise today is that as this man went on his journey, he fell into trouble. Trouble is part of life. Amen. Some of you have added to the gospel, maybe because of the way it has been preached to you in the past, because there has been a reinterpretation of some of the scriptures there. It is true that Jesus says, come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy, heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. I hope you notice he said he'll give you rest. He didn't say there's a lack of burdens. He didn't say that. But he didn't say that. Yeah. If anything at all, the scripture talks about the fact that trouble is part of life. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Luke 17, 1 says that the afflictions, they are lots. They are there. So things happen. Look at 17, 1. Jesus is speaking to his he says, it's impossible. That word offenses is the same word as troubles. It's not possible to be on earth and, and, and nothing comes your way. The truth of the matter is that if it were so, you will spoil. You spoil. It's like you have a child, a baby, you have decided that the baby shouldn't have any troubles. When you put a child down on the ground to start walking, it's trouble. He's going to crash into things. He's going to fall down. He's going to get hurt. He's going to hit himself on things. But you put him down. Because if you don't put him down, he will not learn how to walk. So he needs it. He needs it. An aeroplane that's flying in the air, it needs the friction to fly. Without the friction, it's coming down. So in order to fly, the friction is a necessity. The friction is like trouble. An eagle, the stronger the wind, the higher he flies. So this kind of easy life you are looking for, easy life, soft life, no problems. Please, will tell your neighbor, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's not there. It's not there. And I don't know where we found it from because when you open the book, the book of Acts, Miracles and voila. That's all that's inside. There's miracles. And then there's what? Wahala. Plenty wahala. You are trying to preach. They have come to catch them. They have caned them. They have thrown them inside the jail. They have brought them out. They are delivering people. They are, they are miracles. People are giving their life to Christ. Then they are chasing them. Paul, they had to use a basket. Then he was away in a basket. Brought him down to... Prison break, Kedisam. They were stoning them. There was the, I mean, there's Walla. It's there. It's in the Bible. It's part of life. I want you to tell your neighbor it is part of life. You know, so please stop your war drums that you are beating. Because some of you have beaten war drums that God, if you don't answer me, and if you don't do by this time, I will leave you. I have only one answer for you. Leave and let's see. He is in your life, Imponi. <laughs> I said he is in your life. Eh? I want to say like a guy, Paul, 
is in your life. Then when he's not there, I don't know. I don't know. Tell you never look. Unless you want to become fresh meat. <laughs> Are you there? Your parents, does your parent not like you? Have they not given you a knock before? So what are you saying? You are saying that you have to go through life on a, on a, on a what? The only reason why you learn is because there is trouble in the world. If there was none, we would be so useless. So tonight, I just want to just share this gospel with you that is part of the issue. Jesus himself, when he came, they didn't receive him so many issues. Are you better than your master? Did he come and meet a, a proper life? Even before he landed, common place to be born, cry didn't get. Where he was born, if you were born there, you would have woken up saying that God does not like you. Meanwhile, the son of God, as he was coming, look at where he came. Look at it, just look at where he was born. Even your enemy, you won't put him there to be born there like that. It's true or it's not true. And there was a reason. What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? Why Jesus was born where he was born. Exactly. Please, they didn't hear. He was being hidden to confuse the enemies. That's all. Someone to go just so that he cannot be found. If you are sending another king onto the earth, do you, who would go and look for the king among sheep in a, in, a, in a farm somewhere? So it was a perfect hiding place. The one place the devil would never have looked for him. Who goes looking for babies in, in sheep pens? Hello? I hope you are getting the point. And so a lot of the troubles that you have, they are not even really troubles. They are just things that have come upon you to make you proper. To make you proper. You see, medical students have a lot of issues in school. So it's a very severe course. But you will notice that in life, many of them, they are awake all their lives. From what they learn over there, you small know you are falling asleep. Small know you are falling asleep. I don't know what the difference is between the Akito students and the medical students. I want to find out. Because Akito students, many of them sleep. You see, they, they, they are in church, they have slept. I remember an Akito student I had from her first year to her sixth, she was sleeping in church. I just, I just didn't say much. Are you there? So I'm not so sure what the difference is because it's also another cause that drills you. But they, 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 I'm sure it's because they take mattress to the studio. The medical students, they don't have that up. They don't have, you cannot carry a mattress to the ward. You better be awake. Are you there? But it gives them a certain tenacity and hardness that they have to pass through. Amen. And it's very deliberate. Mm, very deliberate. Are you there? Yeah. I'm looking at some social school students' faces. You people, you have a lot of books. You just never read them. And that's why the art students, you are such bad leaders. It's not more of printing money. That's why all day the inflation inside. Hmm. Hmm. I have to draw this one. <laughs> it's because of books they didn't read. Ah. 
if you are sitting behind a con student and that you are lucky that I have not been released to give you a knock like I would give you a knock <laughs> but it's because of some reading you didn't read you passed your exam but you didn't read they should have made it such that you have to read it to pass hallelujah so this man is going on his journey and he falls into trouble and there are times when we fall into trouble now when we come into trouble what then the first thing is that you need to know that if you are a human being on this earth, you will need help. You will need help. There are three sources of help, or three, what should I say? The help from God, the expected help, and then the unexpected help. All of us need help from God. All of us. So when somebody, that's why the Bible says, the fool says there's no God. Because when you wake up to say that God is not there, as you are looking at all the evidence of his existence, you say he's not there. Meanwhile, you as you are sitting down there, it is now 8 p.m. You don't know what's going to happen at 11 p.m. And then you are woken up to say that he's not there. You don't even know what's happening three hours from now. Even that's why you don't know. How come you know so much about your life? You don't know what is happening 11 p.m. tonight. Tonight We're already in tonight. It's just three hours. You don't know Nero. Then you wake up and say that God, he know day. Then explain to us what we are doing here. Explain to us why if we take a knife now and we cut the tie of a black man and we cut the tie of a yellow man and we cut the tie, what other color is there? Whichever color. Is it not the same muscle we'll see? Explain why you eat different things in different parts of the world and yet you can take blood from anybody of the same blood group in any part of the world and put it in another and it will work. Explain it. Explain it since you know so much. Explain it. Explain it. Explain it. Say so you say there's no God. Explain. Explain how a woman can be pregnant for the 40 weeks. They know everything that is happening up to the 40 weeks. But what triggers? What exactly triggers? labor till today till today with all the machines they have they cannot explain it they cannot explain it they cannot explain it one day some people woke up in the country where I was it was um, to study some people it was their project they said that it is human beings who are interfering and that every pregnancy if you leave it it will by all means trigger they almost kill some people that it never triggered 40 weeks, 41 weeks, 40, they realize if we don't just save these babies, they, they will just die. It never triggered. <laughs> For you to know that you know all that you know, there is God. The Bible says the things that he has given to us to know, we know them. But there are some things he has not given to us. They can search hard, they won't find them. I said they have covered everything what will spark for the baby to come till today? Till today, they don't know. Oh, sorry, I will see there's no God. So that's one to is who? How can it be so random? Well, randomness means random. <laughs> now, this isn't the, the scripture. It's in the Old Testament. It's uh, 2929. I've forgotten which book something 29 29 chapter 29 verse 29 are you there yeah so you will need help 
and it's, it, it is important to acknowledge that we need the help of God. There are people who say, so how is God going to help me in my studies? They should perch and be watching. Isn't it? Yeah, they should just perch and be watching. Mm. And they'll see that he can help. And he does help. Amen. Amen. Now, there's also help from expected sources. You expect that, you know when we read the story of the Good Samaritans, we expected the priest to help. Because we thought that he was somebody who was given to good deeds. So he will help and have compassion when he sees a wounded person there. As we can see, he didn't help. We also felt that the Levite too is also another God lover who loves people. So he will also help. But we live to see that it wasn't like that. And the truth of the matter is that many times in life, the help does not come from where you expect it. It doesn't come from who you are expecting to help you. Like your uncle who has gone to the U.S. that you have been waiting. Uh, all of us have the story of somebody in school who said that his uncle is coming for him so he won't learn, he won't apply for something, something. You are about to graduate from the university. The uncle, he has still not heard from him. Up to now. Up to now. Up to now. He's always coming. He's always... <laughs> Every day when you call him, he says, I'm coming, I'm busy. And when I get to my station, I'll call you, I'll call later. You have been waiting, waiting, waiting since SHS3. First year, second year, third year. Your classmates are even doing a national service. <laughs> are you the, the expected one? And many times the person we expect to help isn't the one who helps. Many times it isn't the one who helps. Am I talking to someone tonight? And that's why you need to be a little alert to understand that many times God sends you help from where you don't expect it. From an unexpected person. As they were going, the person who should not have helped this man was a Samaritan. And he shouldn't have helped it because Samaritans to one side, Jews to the other side. Are you with me? So he had reasons not to help. But he was the one who helped. And many times in life, people miss the help of God. Because ultimately, it's God sending you help. Many times, people miss it because they are looking for something in particular. Tell your neighbor something, something in particular. Something in particular. Amen. You were looking for an A in exactly that subject. And you did not get it. So you said that God didn't listen to you. But what you don't know is that that particular A would have taken you somewhere where he did. It was not in his plan to send you there. Yeah. Are you in the church? What you didn't know was something. There must have been a reason why the priest didn't mind this boy. And the Levite didn't mind him. But the Samaritan minded him. There must have been a reason why it was a certain shepherd who came to knock on your door. There must have been a reason. Must have been a reason. There must have been a reason why it's a particular person who's not related to you who was calling you all the time. You're even angry. You're even, but you didn't know that God had a plan to bring you in here. It was his plan. It was his plan. A lot of things you are praying for. He doesn't, I mean, he has his own mind about it. Because he knows more than we know. He knew that this Samaritan would do the job. And so he allowed the Samaritan to be the one. Sometimes God sends you help 
from people that you, you find it even hard to respect. Some of you respect people who have money. Mm. You respect people who have class. But the person who's going to help you in your course is an ajaba who sometimes forgets to brush his teeth. But he's the one who will help you with your subject. As you are busy turning your nose up, like, hmm, this boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. An unlikely source of help. But many times that is how God helps us. He sends something to us. Sometimes the help is even in a child. I remember a friend of mine who he used to work for a very nice organization, an evangelistic organization. And then, you know, sometimes you get restless. He said he was going to leave and go to work for a mutual friend of ours. And the mutual friend made a lot of promises. When you come to work for me, I'll do this, that, that, that. You'll be able to do so many things. So he put in his resignation in his job. The morning before he took that job, they had morning devotion in his house. And when they finished, his four-year-old daughter came to him and said, Daddy, but why? Are you leaving this one? The other one is not good. A four-year-old. Most of us would just say she is speaking out of what she does not know. But six months down the line, he changed the job. His friend had told him what was not true. Everything the friend said was not true. The thing did not exist. The whole thing did not exist. His whole life was in shambles. And he realized that that morning, God had sent his four-year-old daughter to speak to him. But he didn't hear. The Samaritan. The unlikely person. I need to tell you that sometimes God even uses your enemy to help you. Mm. The greatest help that Jesus had to the cross was through Judas. <coughs> Peter didn't help him to go to the cross. John didn't help him to go to the cross. It was his enemy by his enmity who helped him. And many times God dashes us an enemy for free. <laughs> Why? Because if we didn't have that enemy, imagine there was no Satan. Tell me you still pray. Tell me even with his existence, Kurampu, look at your prayer life. Even as he's alive and well and misbehaving. Look at your prayer life. Then imagine that he was not there. God will never hear from you. God, he'll never hear from you. Because you will never talk about what? Oh. If it's not the channel, let's just enjoy life, be happy in life. The existence of that enemy is what drives us to God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's not every day. God will use a knife. He will send you a hard lecture. Oh, you have not seen that you learn more for the hard lectures than the soft ones. Say the man is wicked. Hey, <laughs> also this man, the way he can mafia you, we have to sit up and it's the mafiosi that you know how to learn for, but the other ones you are just doing it. Yes. And so sometimes the help comes through the existence of an enemy. The existence of that enemy makes you pull yourself up. Makes you pull yourself together. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hmm. Tell neighbor, hmm. Tell neighbor one enemy who's helping you. I said, no, no, give him definite name. No, don't repeat what I'm saying. Tell him about one enemy. You have got a broken heart. It's an enemy sent to help you. Yes. Yes. Somebody's wondering how. How? How can the boy who broke my heart help me? Let me tell you, there are two reactions to a broken heart. One is to lie down like a carpet that cannot talk for itself and cry every day. The other one is to pull yourself together and say, ah, the loss is his. Do a new hairstyle. Wear a fresh dress. Oh, come on, and step out with an attitude. Oh, yes. I highly recommend the second one. Oh, our father picked a chair one day. He said, let me show you. He said, but you won't get him po. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have to find, you people have to help me find that clip. It's a whole clip where he taught the daughters how to pull yourself together when some brother has used you to wipe you, like I drilled you. He said, no, 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 be a canoe. Pull yourself together. Sit up and say, oh, nah, po. You won't even get. And, and move on in life. Oh, yes. The next time the person meets you, he will regret. Pa. Hey! Are you in the house? The brothers, when they have broken heart, they do like their heart is not broken. So they say, so we don't have anything to say to you. <laughs> we don't have anything to say to you. <laughs> but this part of the message is for us, the girls. Yeah. We'll pull ourselves together and we'll behave as though you don't exist. <laughs> Hallelujah. A certain Samaritan. A certain unexpected person. A certain person who shouldn't even like you. A certain person who isn't even like you. Who shouldn't even come close. But God has given your life into that person's hands. Yeah. Are you there? Uh, some of you, when you came here, you didn't know that you were going to have a 60-year-something-year-old woman as your pastor. Sorry, okay? Sorry, okay, but you are falling inside my hands like that. Are you in the church? Yeah. God must know what he's doing. Yeah, he must know what he's doing. I also didn't know that I would have children in my church. Oh, but it's nice. Oh. Oh, it's nice. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. If you give me a chance to do it all over again, I'll come right back. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in the house? Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight I'm ending very quickly, but I'm just pulling out a few more things. No, it's just a, a Bible story, you know. Jesus' stories, when you start on them, you can easily not finish. Every verse can be a whole preaching on its own. Mm. But I just wanted you to see that there is help. And as you enter into this midterm time, there's help. Just look for that help. Are you with me? Just do what? Look for that help. It comes in all kinds of ways. It's one of the reasons why we like people to give their testimonies because you see that the testimonies are different. The help comes in different ways. You know, for some people, very, I mean, too many differences for us to talk about tonight. Amen. But I just want to end with showing you, just go to verse 34. The Bible says that he went to him, bound up his wounds, pouring in oil 
and wine. Many people like to liken the scripture to what Jesus did for us. That as he came into our lives, he binds up all our issues and our things. And he gives us. It's because of him, after him. He was the one who introduced us to the oil, the Holy Spirit. And he's the one who poured his blood and shed it for us. Tonight, that blood is speaking for you. There is no reason why you should walk under a huge burden of sin when Jesus has already paid. Some of us, we like to walk in our guilt. We feel that we are paying back. How do you pay for your sin? Oh, but I shouldn't have done Okay, will you pay for the one from yesterday too? What about last week's sin? Will you pay? What about the one carry for it? Hey. And after you have lived 40 years, how are you going to pay for? Do you have 40 lives? Can God slaughter you 40 times? I think it's better to surrender and say, I receive the Lord Jesus. I receive the Lord Jesus. And so tonight as I'm ending, I want you to consider, have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? It's very simple. My sin, I cannot pay. But he says, I have paid. I paid with my blood. All you need to just accept that I have paid. That's all. And receive me as your Savior. And that's all. It's worth considering if you have done it or you haven't. And if you have not, tonight I want you to receive him as your Lord and Savior. And maybe you are listening to me online and you are saying, I also have not. Tonight is your night. It's another opportunity out of so many opportunities to receive him as your Lord and your Savior. Stand to your feet tonight. Stand to your feet tonight. And just bow down your head. You are here. And you cannot say for sure that I've given my life to Jesus. Yes, I know you are in church Saturday after Saturday or Sunday or Sunday or whenever. But you cannot say that I've received that sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. I have received him as my savior. My name is in his book. There are many books in heaven, but there's one called the book of life. It's your name in the book of life. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, tonight I want to invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. That his blood that was shed once was enough for you. As every head is bowed, every eye closed. You are here tonight, you want to receive him. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just lift up your right hand where you are standing. Just lift it up where you are. Lift it up where you are. Yeah, just lift it. And if you are there, I can't see everyone, but you are there, you're saying, I want to receive him. Please come to me. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Just come to me. Just step out of where you are and come to me. Yeah. Just come. Step out of where you are and come to me. Don't think about your neighbor or your friend. Just come. God bless you, my dear. God bless you. Just come. Step out of where you are and come. Oh, yes. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I know there are some more of us here. Just come. Don't worry about what anyone thinks. Just come. God bless you. Step out and come. Tonight is your night. Just come. My blood. 
if your heart is beating, that's Jesus talking to you. He's saying, come, 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 come. Come, come and make it all good. Come, come. God bless you. Come and stand this way. Come this way. There's a bit more. Just come. You're thinking, what will my friends say? Don't worry about them. They need to do it too. Just come. Just step out tonight. Just step out tonight and come. Oh, yes. standing in front tonight, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Just lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender to the Lord and those of us in the congregation, let's do the same and pray this prayer after me. Make it your own. You want to say Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from tonight you are my savior and you are my Lord I thank you for saving me in Jesus name have I prayed now you want to make a declaration take your left hand like this just one finger your left hand point one there and you want to say Satan I will not follow you again from tonight, me and you, it is finished. Thank you, Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name have I prayed. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.